Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of CEO Life. Man, I'll tell you what, there's different levels of going all in. And what I have come to the conclusion today is if you really want to accomplish a lot, if you really want to make something happen, and you really want to see results, you have to commit. You have, you can't dabble. Think about this. Do you, do you think Martin Luther King would have been able to make the impact he's made if he kind of did the civil rights movement part-time where he's like, I have my life, but I want to work on this at the same time? Or did Martin Luther King have to go all in in order to make that happen? Same thing with Michael Jordan. He committed 100% to basketball and becoming the best at basketball. That's why he is who he is. Same thing with Kobe Bryant. Same thing with really successful business owners. I've come to the conclusion that there's no way that I would have the kind of results that I have if I didn't commit. And you think about it. How much action are you really going to take if you're dabbling, if you're just going to see? You see, I got this from the book, The 48 Laws of Power. Robert Greene, he says... Uh, the, I think the, I think things the twenty eighth law where he says interaction with boldness. You see, the world rewards the bold, and it doesn't reward the timid. And when you're not all committed, when you're kind of dabbling, you're not enter entering action with boldness because boldness means to be to feel that fear and just going for it. But dabbling is like. Ah, kind of one foot in, one foot out. And if things get tough, if it isn't what you expected it to be, you're out, right? When you're dabbling, you're really quick to stop going forward with the thing that you're doing because your your heart's not in it. But when you commit, your heart's all the way in it and you just like, all right, this is what we're doing. We're going to make this happen. So what caused these thoughts to trigger off in my brain today? Today, I was getting some work done. Actually, as a matter of fact, today was supposed to be my off day. I launched Morning Hustlers 2.0 yesterday, and I just had to make sure I tied up some loose ends. Woke up today. As a matter of fact, when I woke up today, I was really tired, and I thought, ooh, you know, today will be a good day to take off. Like, today will be a good day to relax and chill out and read a book. So I, you know, went through my motions. I, I did my habits, whatever, you know, whatever I usually do when I wake up in the morning. I ran my morning hustlers call. And then I don't know. I, I, I started just, I was like, oh, you know what? I was like, all right, I just got to do a couple daily disciplines that I usually do. And then I'll, you know, I'll take it as it goes. One of my buddies calls me like at 630 in the morning. And I don't mean to say that as a complaint. It's a good buddy that I haven't talked to in a while. And I love this guy. This guy, man, uh, really big dude. It's crazy because he's like a really big guy. But this guy just uh, has this uh, charm and charisma. And I remember I go over his apartment back when I was like really, really shy. Didn't know how to really talk to girls. And he'd have girls coming in all the time. And I didn't know how he did it. He even have like really, really beautiful girls. And I'm like, how is he doing this? As a matter of fact, one time I was on this date with this girl. And the date wasn't going so great. So I thought, you know what? Like This is like kind of stale. We need like some kind of emotional charge to this group. 
or to to what to what we're doing. So she knows my buddy. And I call him up. I say, yo, what are you doing? He goes, hey, I'm with this girl, whatever. I'm like, hey, we should link up. Let's go get sushi. He goes, hey, bro, like, I'm there. Let's do it. He meets up with us at the sushi place. And that date just completely turned around. We had a ball. And he just, you know, took charge. And, you know, next thing you know, we're playing pool. We're making bets. We go back to the apartment, uh, his apartment. And the the night was uh was pretty cool. It was a lot of fun. All right. I don't want to. I don't want to give up too much information, but it was dope. That was just the kind of guy he was, just like this really charismatic dude. He calls me up, super happy to hear from him. Uh, we have an amazing conversation, just catching up, see what he's up to, and uh, he's catching up to see what I'm up to. And after that, I just kind of felt revitalized. I didn't feel like going back to sleep. So I just thought to myself, well, let's let's get some work done. Like, why... Why take a day off? I feel like working. So I, I put some clothes on like to make sure that I can go into the office and, and film. So I put some clothes on and then I went into the office. I had my Yerba Mate tea. I headed out the door and boom, I'm at the office. Lights are on and I have to, in the membership course that I'm taking by Stu McLaren, he talks about having like core content. So he talks about making sure they have a success path for the members that join your your mem- your group. You see, the thing is, it's like a lot of people, they join a group or they join a membership. I think he said 54% of memberships don't have a success path, meaning they don't have a step-by-step how to get someone from point A to point B. They just kind of let people figure it out as they go. And he, he says, no, like you have to have a step-by-step, a big structure. See, a lot of th- the thing is, People want to do the least amount of thinking as possible. And I fall in that category myself. I want to do the least amount of thinking as possible. I want to shortcut this. I don't want to like, try to figure something out. You, tr- you confuse somebody and you know they'll give up really quickly. But if you can make things clear and concise, like people will follow along. And the thing is, a lot of people want to be led. Myself included. People want to be led. So if you can help take that burden off their shoulders in terms of them making decisions and you can tell them, oh, you have to do this, 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 and this, and this is the result that you're going to get, people will say, oh, okay, I don't have to think so much and figure it out. Thank you. They'll be grateful to you. Thank you for telling me about that. Thank you for leading me along the way. I'll do the action steps. And the way I set up the morning hustlers is there's a lot of accountability going on. There's a really deep group aspect um, part of the group. So in the Facebook group, there's uh, such, such a huge community. But anyway, I have five stages of the morning hustlers to get someone who's like undisciplined, really struggling with getting things done and know they're procrastinating to take from taking that person and bringing them into this person who is just a leader, getting after it every day. And they are just living a, a life on their terms and they're really, really happy and grateful. So I created my content, like I created an overview of my success stages, my success path, and then I created a video for each stage at at stage one, orientation. This is what you should think, feel, and do at this stage. This is where you're going to be at, okay? Stage two, this is where you're going to be at. As a young hustler, 
we're going to really focus in on getting massive clarity. This is how we're going to do it. See, without clarity, like you are really operating at a loss because where are you going to go if you don't know where to go? So we get really, really clear with our goals in, in stage two and there's specific action items that I lay out like here, like you want to get massive clarity? These, this, you have to check out this, check this off, check this off. All right, these are the action items. Once you're done, send that over to me. Boom, I'll make sure everything's good. We'll move you up to the hustler phase. In the hustler phase, this is where we're going to start building our habits. Stage four, uh, as a morning hustler, this is where we have a firm understanding of the what really goes into success. It's not this crazy burst of momentum and, and, and action um, like for a short, a short amount of time. It really comes down to taking small amounts of actions not small, but taking seemingly insignificant actions day in and day out over a long period of time. And then stage five, as a morning hustler elder, now it's like now you have a bunch of positive habits under your belt. Now you have a set routine. You're really crushing it. You're going for it. You're reach like you are on the path. You have total momentum on your side. And you are crushing it and you cannot believe the life that you're living. So I take someone from point A to point B and like this is a, this is these steps I've done myself. So I know it works because that's how I got to where I am. And the group aspect is a big part of that. So as I'm working on the, on these, I'm like, I want to take breaks. Cause it's like, it's, it's just like some, I'm doing a little bit, some, some of it's like a little bit boring and it's like, no, just, just finish it out. Just, just sprint it out, finish it off. So I finish it off as I finish Stu, the guy that I bought the membership course from, he's live on Facebook on, in the, in the group. Cause he does a Q and a Monday through Friday. Now, Thursdays is a specific Q&A where he goes a little bit deeper than he usually does, and he released a bonus. He, he likes to see the surprise the group with the bonus part of the course. So I'm like, yo, that's off the chain. But I was hungry. So I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm going to watch the bonus when I get home. So I pack up my stuff. I go back home. I eat. I, I, I press the button to turn on my laptop. Laptop won't turn on. Okay, what the hell? I power it all the way. It says it's on, but the light, the screen isn't working. So I turn it on again. Screen's not working. Okay? Something's wrong here. Then I, I, I do it one more time. Screen starts to work. And then I'm able to log in. Now the screen goes black again. Okay? Repeat the process. And now I'm starting to think I need a new laptop. Actually, I was thinking I need a new laptop, need a new laptop about uh, for a couple of weeks now. And now this is like the cherry on top. So I've been thinking about getting Apple, but the thing with Apple is it's a I think it's just a status symbol. I think you can get similar things to Apple with less money. But the thing is it's like Apple makes people feel like they're part of this this community, right? Much similar to other brands like Louis Vuitton. It's just a bag, but the branding is what makes it, gives you that sense of status. It makes people feel good and people will pay a premium so they feel that sense of status. Same thing with Nike. 
Nike has positioned themselves as the the superior brand when it comes to sports, right? Because like they partnered up with Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, like they have like these top athletes. So when you think Nike, you think top brand, right? Like, do you think Reebok is over Nike? Do you think Adidas is over Nike? No. Do they both make a good amount of money? Yeah. But we don't logically know how much a company is making. We just tend to associate that Nike is a superior brand because we see it from like people who have these superior statuses, right? So it's just the link to it. But needless to say, I did search up Mac. I was, I was, I wanted to make an informed decision on the laptop. And I was looking at Mac, MacBooks, and I was looking for positive things about it, but I was also making sure I was looking at negative reviews. Where are the setbacks? What makes this computer great? And I'm like, okay, I'm not totally sold on it, but like, and then I'm kind of falling into the trap of like the status symbol. Like, well, maybe it might be cool. But then I'm like, oh, I don't know. My brother-in-law is like coming up and down the stairs because like he's he has to do stuff on his computer. As he's also getting making some food, and I see him and I'm like, okay, because my brother-in-law has a very very strong personality, so I know if I position it in a certain way, you can really get him on a rant, and that's the last thing I want, right? Because once he like builds this like strong certainty, it can kind of get a little obnoxious. So I want it to be more of like a discussion rather than a lecture. And I wanted to position myself as if, like, not, like, because um, if I told him, hey, I'm thinking about getting a Mac, right? He would just be like, no, 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 here, this is why you shouldn't, right? But if I position it differently, it would be, the conversation would go different. So I'm, like, looking at, I'm like, I got to ask him, because this guy's, like, really, really great with technology. This guy knows more about technology than anyone I know, to be honest with you. So... I go upstairs and I just say, hey, man, um, I'm thinking about getting a new laptop. This is what's going on on my laptop. Um, do you have any suggestions on any good laptops? And he goes, yeah, I mean, this one's cool. The one I'm using, blah, 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 blah. And then I just asked him a question. I'm like, well, what makes this one better than like maybe Mac? Like, why? how come you choose this over Mac? And he gave a really good explanation because he grew up using Windows and he's like very familiar with Windows and like the infrastructure is a word that he used and he's able to solve problems. Like one time my computer caught a virus and cause I think I downloaded the wrong thing and like, um, that went on for like a couple weeks. Right. And then I was like, all right, I'm finally going to call a tech guy. So I call this, this, this number that I got from some website or something I forgot. And I get on the phone with this Indian guy and he checks the computer over the phone. He goes, all right, we can def- we can fix this. It's going to be about $299, whatever. I said, okay. I call my dad. I said, dad, can you pay for this? He goes, you should ask Wes, see if he can, see if he can fix it. So I said, okay, I'll call, I called him up. He goes, oh, we'll see. I don't know. We'll bring it over. And he goes, how long have you had the virus for? I said, oh, I think a couple of weeks. He goes, okay. He looks at the computer and then boom, he fixes it. Just like that. I said, what the hell did you do? He goes, oh, I just resetted the computer to the settings where it was at before you installed the virus. What? You can do that? You can just, you can just like delete everything leading up to the virus and then you can have it go back to the how, how it was before the date and then the virus will be gone? He's like, yeah. That blew my mind. So 
He's saying, yeah, I'm just very familiar with Windows. I can fix, I can fix, um, you know, certain things. And with Apple, that's a whole nother thing. Like if I'm going to work on something, if someone's like, Hey, can you help me out with this thing? I'm like, you got Apple can't help you. He's like, if I had Apple, it would literally take me 10 times longer to do the things that I would know how to do. And I was sold on just sticking to Windows because it was like, well, if something happens, I have to go to like Apple Care or I have to spend a lot of money. Whereas Wes, he can look at this and I can and like I don't have to worry about spending so much money. You know, he can he can he can do a good job as far as fixing things for me and figuring out layout and all that kind of stuff. So I that's when my my decision solidified as far as getting a a Windows or whatever, PC, right? So now we're on Best Buy, we're looking up stuff and He's like, all right, man, like for what you want, like what do you, well, he's asking me, what do you want? And I'm like, I want this. And looks, turns out like I'm going to need, like, I don't need a high-end computer, but I want a high-end computer because I'm tired of my computer being laggy. I'm tired. Uh, like if I, if I'm, cause I'm gonna do a lot more video editing and I want it to be quick. I don't want to take the, like the, the, the lag, like all those seconds build up and add up. Right. So like, let me make sure I have a fast computer. It's easy to use. And it's like, it's portable. It's, it's all that stuff. And what we found was a computer for $1,500. There's only two computers available for what I was looking for that was able for pickup today. And I'm like, all right, man, like considering that I want to use this, I'm going to be using this as I'm traveling the world. Like as long as it's, you know, it works good and I can use it for a long time. No problem. I'll just put it on credit. So I, I pulled the trigger with taxes and everything. It came out like $1,700. And I'm like, okay, like you're doing this, you know, for your business. Um, all right, man, like how much do you believe in yourself? And it was no question. It's like, oh, like I'm going to bet on myself every time. I'm always going to bet on myself. I have this, the belief that I can make something out of myself and something is going to happen from this. And it's just like, oh, like, no problem. I'll make it happen. I'll make up for it. Like, I'm going to make up for this down the road. And I know that I can. I have the full belief that I can. And this goes along with being committed. You can't, like, you think someone who's just dabbling has that firm belief about themselves? Do you think someone who's dabbling would be willing to put that much money on, on a laptop and and just like oh yeah i'm gonna have to figure out a way to pay that off it's gonna happen it's not apparent to me right now but it it will be soon through action and time and it's just like the day by day it's just like going even more deeper even more deeper even more deeper into the rabbit hole and just like before you know it i don't even say before you know it it's already here like i can't turn back i can't turn back the boats have been burned I am fully committed to growing a business. I can't just say, oh, I'm sorry, guys. Like, I, I gotta, I, I'm gonna just go work like in a regular job. I can't. I, I gotten too used to the, to the luxury of, of working on my, by myself and not having an employer. Fuck that. And I have to constantly like sell myself on why I can do this. And it's not like, I get down and low. Sometimes I do, right? You know, as humans, the ups and downs come. But nonetheless, like the belief that I can do this never goes away, never goes away. 
And that's because I constantly tell myself, I have to remind myself of my story. I have to remind myself of where I've come from. I have to remind myself of what I have overcome. Remind myself of what I built. I gotta remind myself where I'm going, the connections that I've made. And I'm just constantly selling myself. It's just like the cycle uh, of belief that goes on in my head. And it's just like, you can do this. You got this motherfucker. Like, I have, I, I basically put myself in this like psychotic state where it's just like, I have this just strong ass belief that I'm capable of living this extraordinary life that most people would not even dare believe that it's possible for them. And I have the full belief that I can do it and I'm going all in for it. Think about that. How are you attacking life? Are you going about your projects with this doubt? Well, we all have doubts, right? However, what are you doing to overcome that doubt? You see, the only reason why I can believe in myself the way I have been is because I have a track record that I can point to and reference experiences like, oh yeah, I remember that one time where you got, you were like mentally broke down in a parking lot and you had a decision to make either quit or push harder and you decided to push harder. Oh yeah, you, when things hit the fan, you double down, you go all in, you know yourself. Like, how about the fact that I've been waking up at 3.50 in the morning for the last seven, eight months? Okay, makes sense, right? Like I understand based on the actions that I'm taking that I can make, I can dig myself out of, out of like, uh, I guess holes that I put myself in that in the short term kind of put me in a little bit of a hole, but long term are going to reap a tremendous tidal wave of benefits. So you have to stomp out that bitch voice in your head all the time. And you have to fill your mind like to the point. I fill my I fill my mind with personal development so much, to the point where it's annoying, to the point where it's kind of boring because I know it and I just remind myself every single day. It's just like, oh, this again. Okay, okay, this again. Okay, and it is boring. And I, I just I, I these principles are just top of mind each and every single day i don't know another it's almost as if like i don't know another way of living even though logically i do know another there's like another way of living because i've lived it leading up to this point but it feels like because i've been so i i drew boundaries so strong with who i spend my time with it feels like everybody is getting after it everybody is putting in work Everybody is building their their own business or building their self-esteem or making something happen for themselves. So that's just the normal standard. The normal standard with who I surround myself with and the group of people that I communicate with on a day-to-day basis, the baseline is that we get shit done. That's a commonality amongst all of us. It's not a big challenge for us to do things that we want to do because we have a sense of purpose. We have goals and dreams. We have a group to where it's not even strange. I mean, it, I mean, it's completely normal for us to talk about books. Oh, have you read this book? This book's amazing. Oh, have you like we're bouncing books back and forth off each other? I remember a few years ago, I'm like, where are the people that read the books? Where are the people who work on themselves? And here I am. I've built this group. I've cultivated this group. I've cultivated the skills and the knowledge to be able to bring a group together and position myself in a way to where they respect me and they're rooting for me to achieve my goals 
and like they want like and I'm rooting for them to achieve their goals more than anything and people are like man I can't wait to see where you go like talking to me I'm like like thank you so much like I really appreciate your support and you know I, I'm supporting you all the way like like as an as achievers man to get the kind of support where you're hanging out with other people who are reading books and attending events and investing in themselves, man, that you know how rare that is. That's rare, man. A lot of people aren't about that. A lot of people don't have that growth mindset. People are so focused on bullshit, so focused on things that just don't matter. What are we gonna do this weekend? Oh man. Or or uh or here's here's what's really disgusting going to work and pretending to like the people you work with uh, just you know for the sake of the environment being you know not like i mean a decent environment Ugh. what did you do this weekend oh i just went here that's cool what'd you do this weekend oh i went and did this oh that's cool okay well it's monday we got a long week ahead of us so how's the kids what the fuck i don't give a fuck i don't give a shit about you and your life i know you know no disrespect but dude like you don't have any place for me in my life you're not the kind of person i want to have in my life i am not getting smarter i don't feel more enlightened i don't feel like i'm getting better or challenged by having this conversation with you and i never feel that way having like talking to you so i never want to talk to you as a matter of fact, I wish that we didn't share the same office space because I get to hear you talk and I hear this kind of stuff you're talking about and it ain't about shit. It's not about growth. It's not about getting better. It's about complaining. It's about, you know, um, limiting beliefs. It's about like um, victim mentality. That's disgusting. Ugh. Stay away from me. Far, far away from me. And I, that is the worst. I don't want to spend any time with those people ever at all. And, and when you can build so much pain to your current situation, when you can build so much pain and you can paint a picture as far as where your life's going to be in five, 10 years, by keep staying in that environment and you can link a tremendous amount of pain, like, and, and opportunity costs to, um, to staying the same, like, Dude, you you you'll move yourself. You'll get yourself off of your ass and you'll think, what can I do to avoid that painful future? The worst thing is like imagining myself being 30 years old, working at like a LA fitness or like another job. And I get it. Look, some people, that's in their cards. A lot of people, it's not meant for them to be an entrepreneur. And that's fine. We we need people like that. And like, you know, people got to do what they got to do to put like put food on the table for their kids. And a lot of people don't know what they don't know. So I can't blame them for not wanting to work on themselves. I get it. Sometimes you got to do what you what you got to do. And some and a lot of people are doing the best of what they got. But also a lot of people are living far below their potential at the same time. Okay. Now. No disrespect to those who have to, you know, work these difficult jobs or jobs that they really dislike in order to put food on the table for their family. Okay, they don't they don't have the mentors. They didn't have the peer group. They don't understand 
Like there is this world of personal development and maybe they don't have anyone in their life to, you know, properly introduce that to them because they may look at that and think it's weird and it looks like a cult. And truthfully, it is a cult. It is. And we are being brainwashed with certain principles, but so are, so are the people who, you know, so are those people who are working those regular jobs. They're being brainwashed as well. But the thing is, because they grew up with that from society, from their friends, from their family, they just believe that's normal. That's just how the world works. That's just life as it is. Life, it just generally just sucks. And it's just, it, life is meh. That's what it is. It's like, there's no really high highs, no really low lows. It's kind of like in the middle, pretty even keel, boring, gray. And for them, they don't know that they're being, that they've been brainwashed growing up into thinking these thoughts and beliefs, not knowing what they're really capable of. And at the same time, think about it. The world punishes people who step out of line. The world, there's so much pressure on people who decide to make something happen, make greatness happen. Because in order to do that, you have to cause some controversy. You have to be, you have to stand for something. And by standing for something, there's going to be people that stand against that. Okay? People, like a lot of people didn't like Gandhi. People, you know, Jesus Christ was killed by what, like his own people, I believe. Martin Luther King, he had enemies. Malcolm X had enemies. Like these people who we know and love and that made these big changes in the world weren't liked by everybody. They were polarizing characters who stood for something and most of them were killed. It's a scary experience. It's a difficult experience. And that's just the price that comes with putting that responsibility on your shoulders to make a change and you got to be disagreeable you got to step out of line you got to you know you got to experience more fear than other people do you got to put yourself in those fearful situations and you have to be more courageous you got to like as a leader you got to herd the sheep the sheep mentality a lot of people are asleep a lot of people aren't aware of how precious life can really be. A lot of people live far, far below their potential. And whether they're aware of it or not, they are committed to something. So you can commit to excellence. And no one just becomes excellent by accident. It's not like, oh, I, you know, I just kind of drifted along and, and put a little, I, I read the secret and I just attracted it to me and no, it's none of that. It's like, no, I had to be really disciplined. I put I put in work. I took difficult actions. I made myself step out of my comfort zone consistently over and over and over and over and over again. And over a long period of time, after a lot of blood, sweat, tears, money invested, money wasted, uh, relationships burn, a lot of um, humiliation. Oh, yeah. Through all of that, then finally, excellence was achieved. Now, that's one side of it. Excellence 
when you commit to excellence, but you have to make that, that conscious decision to do it, right? You can't dabble with excellence. You can't just like, oh, I'm, I became excellent and I didn't do all of that, right? It's a really challenging journey. It's very mentally taxing. It's It can oftentimes be uh, very lonely and um, just a very fearful path to take. It sounds good. People want excellence because it sounds good, right? It impresses their friends. It impresses their family. It And when people say, yeah, I want to be excellent, people are like, oh, that sounds awesome. That's amazing. And they, and they feel good. And really what matters at the end of the day is that people feel good, right? Like we'll say things, we'll, we'll blow things out of proportion to make ourselves feel better about ourselves. We'll post these great pictures on Instagram. We'll plan a trip to go to Hawaii or uh, the Dominican Republic so we can take a bunch of pictures and then we can post it, post where we're at, post how awesome we look, and then hold on to those photos and then release them over the next few months with captions saying, take me back, or captions that say, oh, I missed when I was here, or uh, whatever it is, right? And that's you know what a lot of people, people just want to feel good. They want that significance, and they are attempting to fill a, a black hole within themselves and they don't know how to properly fill it and how to properly build self-esteem and they're going about it um, the wrong ways, okay? Now, these people are committed to a certain, a, a different lifestyle. It could be committed to mediocrity, not even realizing it. See, I don't think anyone consciously commits to mediocrity. No one wakes up and says, oh, I want to be, I want to live a mediocre life. No one says that right? People want to live a good life. And sometimes they have to make up lies. And and, and the brain is so good with, with playing tricks and coming up with rationalizations. And it's good at having you believe things that to be true that are completely false. And that fit your narrative of this, I'm, it's not possible for me, or it's, it's easy for them to do it. And it gives them the sense of feeling okay about themselves, because they feel that inner tension that dissatisfaction in themselves in their life but they it's hard for them to look in the mirror and come to terms with that you think a lot of people feel okay with looking themselves in the mirror and say oh yeah you're a fucking loser and you're not really living up to your full potential and you're not living the life you want to live no you know it's much easier it's much easier to say oh you know what i'm good i'm i'm you know i'm fine it's because of this. It's because my family. It's because whatever those excuses, why I can't be where they're at. They were gifted. They have better families. They had better opportunities. And that makes them feel good because they have to make sense of why their life sucks. And they have to give themselves some kind of feeling of uh, superiority or some kind of meaning for their life. So, you know, some people just commit to living uh, present in the moment. Now, there's two different nuances to this, okay? Now, there, like in MJ DeMarco's book, The Millionaire Fast Lane, he talks about the mindset of the sidewalker, the slow lane, and the fast lane. Now, the sidewalker is a person who just lives completely in the moment. Like this person doesn't have a care for their future. This person puts money into stuff that's so stupid, like Jordans and like these expensive clothes, like uh, Gucci belts, uh, they, like these expensive items that they can barely afford that they, they work for and save their money for to then 
purchase these bullshit items that they feel like are going to make them feel better or give them a feeling of status because we see that in rap videos. We see that on YouTube or TV and we see people that we think are living a great life, celebrities, because they see a lot of people love them, a lot of people admire them, and they see that they're wearing those kind of things and we tend to emulate people who we respect and who we look up to So it gives us this feeling of connectedness like, oh, I am kind of like that person and I may get similar results to them if we don't even think about this logically. It's like subconsciously we think these kind of things. I will be similar to them by purchasing things that they also endorse and things that they also use. So they – so so I'll give you an example. There was this guy that used to go to the LA LA Fitness. He always – he had a BMW – he had Jordans on when he'd work out and like he he was like a pretty boy, right? And he would come in and his bill for the gym was always late. It was never paid off. I mean never. And the thing is, it's like like um by Ali Fitness, you can say like, oh, I'm gonna pay, I'm gonna pay it soon, I'm gonna pay it soon. And he kept doing that. He kept doing like and his bill was like two months past due, like, oh, I'll pay it on Friday, and then Friday come and no. And then, oh, I'm gonna pay it this time. And then it's just like like, no one ever put their foot down to, like, um, I, I think they did, to put the foot down and say, like, no, you can't come in. And, like, they make a huge deal about it and all that's all this other stuff. It's all about, like, keeping the customers happy and it's just this, like, this fucking bullshit. But that's a person of uh, a sidewalker, right? They put all their time and energy into bullshit and they don't think about the future. They're just living 100% in the now. Okay? They may take out a bunch of money in credit, mark up some credit card debt, not with like a high interest and not even be aware of that. And just like as time goes on, they don't take full responsibility, right? So that's that person. That person is, is lives completely in the moment. What my mentor, Derek Moneyberg, he says, we call this a Dunning-Kruger, a Dunning-Kruger effect where these people are too dumb to know that they're even dumb. Okay? So there's that person. Lives completely in the moment. Now there's another, there's a nuance to it, right? That example of that person is like something you don't want to do, obviously. We have the other side, which is someone who's like uh, this Eckhart Tolle kind of person. Now that kind of person, that can actually be very helpful to actually like, Put yourself in the moment and as long as you're still taking action and you're aligned and you're full within the inside and you're okay with sitting with yourself and you're okay with being. So that's like that's the present moment we want to get to. But at the same time, we want to be very future oriented. We want to make sure that we're still looking to the future more than we're looking at the past. And um, that can be dangerous too. There's like there's like a fine line with that, you know. You you wanna you wanna live in the moment because in the moment there's peace. You feel great, um, and when you feel that acceptance, you can feel just total gratitude. But at the same time, that can be a trap as well. You can get caught up in that and be like Eckhart Tolle and sit on a bench for two years. That I w- I wouldn't bet I wouldn't bank on you producing the best possible outcomes for yourself and your life if you decide to sit on a park bench for two years all the opportunity costs and how much people can progress in two years versus you because you wanted to sit down and just observe life which is not a bad thing all right you have to find a balance with that 
you know, being present with family. All right, cool. Like, I don't have to think about my future in that moment. Like, let me legitimately just be here and chill with my family. Like, present moment in that sense is a positive thing. But sadly, that's not um, like Eastern philosophy, like something like that. That's not something that's really widely accepted in in Western culture. A lot of people follow these uh, dogmatic um, ideologies like Christianity, um, Catholicism, and they um, follow that. And I get it, you know, like as I mentioned before, we tend to just look up at what everybody else is doing. Most people don't want to spend time to think for themselves. A lot of people want to just let someone else do and think for them. And it's scary to form your own opinions because you don't like, because then it's like you, you form such like an, this identity of the people that you hang around with. And it's just like, you know, I am not, I heard this quote, I am not who I think I am. I am not who you think I am. I am what I think you think I am. I am what I think you think I am. So what I think that you think that I am, that's what I am. So if we surround ourselves with people where we think that they think that we are uh, this person who whatever, however we've been behaving with them, we'll tend to stay in line with that with you know consistency bias because I don't even know if that's consistency bias. I think consistency bias is when you say something and you have to stay consistent with that because you don't want to be um, – you don't want to be like a hypocrite and you want to stay consistent with how you see yourself, right? So, um, or it could be consistency bias. I may or may not be wrong with what I just, with the, with the, what I said before, but like just stay consistent with that, right? So let's say the people in your life, um, you know, how, like you think they hold you to a certain standard and you've been behaving like that for a long period of time, you step out of line. You know, those people are gonna start to question you. And then like the fear and the possible pain of like being like judged and we have like this really strong um, trigger and fear for being rejected and like the pain that we feel like we would experience from actually doing what we want and standing up and expressing our true thoughts and feelings and doing what we want. We link way more pain to that than we do pleasure. So we don't do it. So it's tough to like really like uh, judge people because a lot of people don't know better. A lot of people don't have someone to properly bring them into this world of personal development. I mean, you think about it, at least for me, someone had to introduce it to me. And a big question I usually ask people is when I first meet them and they're also in personal development, a key question that I ask is, how did you get into this? How did you learn about this? Because this community is not a community that is just like oh yeah hey you're part of you're part of like personal development no it's just like oh it's kind of weird you know there's like cultist feeling to it but um i just went on this crazy ass rant about all that but it all boils down do you remember when we were talking about commitment so boils down to that commitment okay you will not get to where you want to be by dabbling, you have to go all in and you have to like brainwash yourself. You have to talk to yourself 
Like you're going to do this. You have to fill your mind with belief every single day. Don't take a day off on filling your mind with belief. Do not take a day off about that. Continue to brainwash yourself into believing that you can live your dreams. But that's not enough. You have to take action. You have to execute. Because belief with no action is delusion. If you believe you can and you're not doing it, you're delusional. But belief and action can really lead to some extraordinary things that you wouldn't even be able to believe was possible for you in your lifetime. So whatever it is, make sure number one, you're clear on what you want. You surround yourself with the right people. You decide and you have to burn those bridges. You have to burn some relationships. You have to separate yourself from the group. You have to stop identifying yourself as a certain person. And you have to now form a new identity and begin to start putting yourself in social circles where that identity is accepted. So that identity starts to solidify and you don't go back to those old beliefs and that little bitch version of who you were because you probably noticed this you tend to become a different person around different people you talk differently you behave differently you say different things and it all depends on the people that you're hanging out with don't undervalue that so i'm telling you if you're not in the Morning Hustlers community you de- and you're ambitious and all this made sense to you, you definitely should be in the Morning Hustlers community because like, that's what we're all about. It's all about just putting in the work. It's all about community, hanging out with other ambitious people, having that support, and just helping each other get better every single day. We're all like cheerleaders for each other. It's, uh, it's pretty incredible. I can't, I can't believe that I created something like this. I really can't. I- I'm grateful beyond belief. So that that's it for today. Um, if you're going to do something, go all in with it. Don't go half in, half out. Like figure out a way to set yourself up so you can go all in and you don't live with any kind of regrets um, around that subject. And you can be able to look at yourself in the mirror, you know, several years down the line and say, man, I can't believe I did that. That's insane. I committed and look where I'm at today. Make yourself proud. Do something today that your future self will be proud of. Way to listen to this. Go after it. Get after it. You got this. I believe in you. It's your turn to believe in you. Go out there. Take names. Shake hands. Kiss babies. You got this. Thanks for listening. Peace out.